You know, there's a way to stay ahead of global developments like today's, no matter where they happen. RAIN podcasts focus on the future effects of current events, offering a perspective you and your business can put to work right away. More than 400 leading corporations, government agencies, and academic institutions trust RAIN to help them address a range of enterprise risks. Our podcasts bring that content directly to you. Understand the why behind what's happening now so you can prepare for what happens next. Subscribe to Rain's podcasts wherever you listen or visit rainworldview.com. Good morning. This is Send 7 World News in 7 Minutes. I'm Stephen Devincenzi. Today is Friday, the 30th of September, 2022. Starting in Europe today, in Russia, today President Vladimir Putin will announce that four occupied regions of Ukraine are now part of Russia. In a speech to Russia's parliament, Putin will say that Zaporizhia, Donetsk, Luhansk and Kherson chose to become part of Russia in referendums this week. The Russian army has captured much of this territory since it invaded Ukraine on the 24th of February. However, it does not control all of any of these regions. The Ukrainian army is fighting to recapture them and millions of people have left these regions. Many countries have said that they will not recognise Russia's annexation of these regions, including countries that are normally close to Russia, like China, Kazakhstan and Serbia. A similar referendum in Kharkiv region was cancelled after the Ukrainian army recaptured the region three weeks ago. Yesterday, Antonio Guterres, Secretary-General of the United Nations, said that the referendums do not reflect what the people really want, and said that the annexation of Ukrainian land goes against international law and the principles of the United Nations. Any decision to proceed with the annexation of Donetsk, Luhansk, Kherson and Zaporizhia, regions of Ukraine, would have no legal value and deserves to be condemned. It cannot be reconciled with the international legal framework. It stands against everything the international community is meant to stand for. It flouts the purposes and principles of the United Nations. It is a dangerous escalation. It has no place in the modern world. It must not be accepted. The queue of cars from Russia into Georgia is taking more than two days to pass through. Journalists on the border say that all of the people crossing say that it is because they don't want to be sent to fight in Ukraine. Finland is stopping Russians from entering with tourist visas from today. In Ukraine, the central city of Dnipro was hit by missiles yesterday and authorities said that three people were killed, including two children. In the east, Russian missiles hit the city of Kramatorsk, and the Ukrainian army said that they had recaptured villages near the city of Liman, which Russia captured in May. The Institute for War has said that Ukraine could recapture Liman in the next few days. 
Denmark said yesterday that it has found a fourth gas leak in the Nord Stream pipelines. Two of the gas leaks are from Nord Stream 1, which has not been delivering gas since last month. Two of the gas leaks are on Nord Stream 2, which has never been used. Sweden has recorded explosions, and the European Union has said that the leaks were caused by sabotage. However, it is not clear what the explosions were or how the leaks started. Three European countries have elections this weekend. Latvia and Bulgaria will choose new parliaments, and Bosnia and Herzegovina will choose a new parliament and new presidents. By law, Bosnia has three presidents, which represent three ethnicities, Serbs, Croats and Bosniaks. Asia. In Pakistan, Maryam Nawaz, member of the Sharif family who dominate Pakistani politics, has had corruption cases against her dropped. Khadija Tahir explains. In Pakistan, corruption cases against the vice president of the political party PMLN, Maryam Nawaz, have been revoked. Maryam Nawaz, the daughter of three-time former Prime Minister Nawaz Sharif, can now run for election. Maryam Nawaz was given an eight-year sentence in 2018 for helping her father to buy luxury apartments in London. The opposition parties have criticised the decision, while Maryam's uncle, the current Prime Minister Shehbaz Sharif, showed his support in a tweet. India has effectively legalised abortion to all women up to 24 weeks of pregnancy. Previously, women had to be married or fit other specific conditions. A case in India's Supreme Court ended yesterday with a single woman being given the same rights as married women. The court said that all women should have, quote, reproductive autonomy. Africa. Rwandan businessman Felicien Kabuga has been put on trial in the Netherlands for his role in the 1994 Rwandan genocide. Kabuga was captured two years ago and is accused of promoting hate speech, which led to the massacre of hundreds of thousands of Tutsi people by the Hutu majority. In Morocco, at least 19 people have died after drinking toxic alcohol. All of the people had been drinking in a shop in the city of Ksar. It is illegal for Muslims to drink alcohol in Morocco. However, this means that alcohol is often sold on the black market. America's Brazil will have a general election on Sunday to choose a new Congress and President, as well as many local positions. 156 million people are registered to vote, making it one of the biggest elections in the world. For the presidency, opinion polls show former President Lula da Silva easily beating current President Jair Bolsonaro. Some polls even show Lula reaching over 50% of votes, which would allow him to win without a second round on the 30th of October. Bolsonaro has suggested in the past that he might not accept defeat and could pretend that the election was rigged like Donald Trump did 
in the US election in 2020. In the United States, Hurricane Ian has caused lots of damage and flooded many areas of Florida. Almost two and a half million people were left without power yesterday. Today, the storm will hit North Carolina. And also in the United States, the rapper Coolio has died aged 59. Coolio was best known for music released in the 1990s, including his number one song, Gangster's Paradise. That's your news in seven minutes. If you enjoy the podcast, you can support us at send7.org slash supports. Supporters can also read the transcripts of every episode. I'm Stephen Devincenzi. Have a great weekend and I will see you on Monday. Night,